Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Emily Fay. I'm Paige Weldon. Let's talk about the mall. Uh, you know, I was about to ask Paige, how many times did you go to the mall this week? I have um, zero, zero we this week. don't ask that anymore. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm just hurtling into the past, I guess. Um, it was kind of nice for a moment to picture that I world. Know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I did <laughs> well, go you to the did. mall. You were, you had eyes on the Grove. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I gotta be honest. I've been to the Grove a couple times. Okay, thank you for being honest with On us. On my way home from work. Um, <laughs> the, it just like the siren song of it all. <laughs> it calls to, yes. And the sirens so, are the are the brass sculptures. <laughs> yes. Yes. Of the lemonade stand. And mm-hmm. the sculpture with the hose. Which yes. <laughs> as we talked about in a Patreon episode, makes perfect sense. Oh my at god, the Grove. subscribe to the Patreon and you can Doesn't know what we're make talking any about. sense at this other one. Um mm-hmm. so I went on like Monday or something. And then I like saw that J. Crew was having a 70 extra percent off of sale sale. Uh oh, J. Crew is in trouble. Okay. <laughs> J. Crew's been in trouble forever, but you know when it's like that thing where it's like, uh oh, you're kind of in trouble. Like a friend. <laughs> and then it's like, oh no, things are really falling apart in a very real way. But I go in. I found two dresses I like. I was like choosing between them. They're the same dress in different prints. Oh, yes. (laughs) And I was choosing between them. I thought one was going to be like 40. One was going to be like 30. So I'm like, I'll get one. And then I go to ring up one of them. And he's like, okay, so the dress will be $19.99. And I was like, excuse me? And then you partied like it was? What did? (laughs) Or, okay, just checking. Yeah. And then they were mad. They were like, please get out of here. Um, We have a capacity limit. People are waiting. But (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry, what did you say? And he was like, the dress is $19.99. And I was like, how? Under what (laughs) circumstances? And he was like, all the sale dresses are $19.99. And I was like, okay, I'll be right back. (laughs) So then I got both prints. Very exciting. I've seen them. They're cute. And a scrunchie. They're almost too cute. Like they have a little ribbon. They're quite adorable. Yeah. But I I thought (laughs) thought they would be good for work. Definitely. Um, And then I left. But (laughs) (laughs) But you went back. I went back yesterday. I was like, these sales are just out of control. I'm feeling the draw. Mm -hmm. So I went back. I was like, this time I'm gonna check out Madewell. Oh snap! Because <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: all the all the stores close at seven now, which I mm. think is good. But it's I'm like so I have, support. I have a very limited amount of time between work <laughs> and when they close. So I went to Madewell and I got some stuff because it was extra forty percent off sale. But their dressing rooms are closed. Makes perfect sense. So I tried them on at home. We'll probably return most of them. I sent you a picture of the things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. One of them is a dress that I thought would be good for work. And then I put it on and it was like, oh, my God, boobs. Yeah. Boobs, boobs, I boobs. Mean, not professional, Emily. No. So Disgusting. Hide <laughs> yourself. Can't. Yeah. Boobs are gross. <laughs> so we'll see. But I was like, I, I popped into Barnes & Noble. Okay. I do. I do want to hear about. Yeah. You sent me a pic from Barnes & Noble. I sure did. And I just. Can we describe the pic? <laughs> Let me describe the pig. And also, I just can't describe how, like, good Barnes & Noble smelled after so long. Like, smelling that Barnes & Noble smell, I was just like, oh, my God, I feel so good right now. Okay. (laughs) So, at the end of the aisles, they always have, every Barnes & Noble has, like, a little setup where there's Mm -hmm. one little 
um, an end cap. Chalk- yeah, a chalkboard little sign that's like a theme. And then let's say like nine books that fit that yeah. theme. And I was walking by. <laughs> the little sign says, reading is contagious. And then there's a picture no, no, of no. a book. Boo. <laughs> that has hashtag going viral written on the book. <sighs> and the display is, <laughs> here are some of the books. The End of Epidemics, Michael Crichton, The Andromeda Revolution, End Times, A Brief Guide to the End of the World. This sucks so much and I hate it. (laughs) I have, I mean, I just, two things, reading, not contagious. I've never seen someone reading and thought, (laughs) I'm going to do it. I've thought, looks boring. So I'm not on board. (laughs) Should we bring in Jackie? I think Jackie wants to comment oh, yeah, on this. Yeah. All right, we're oh, doing this. T- is insane. <laughs> this is. Are, are, do you guys not put up this video? You have to put up this video, and you have to start sharing the screen so that people can see the picture. Yeah. Oh, we'll share Barnes this. We will we share will, this. On yeah, the this, Instagram this photo will so be on our Instagram. Um, um, just for the listener, we're joined today by the hilarious Jackie Cation. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And we're talking about how reading is contagious. <laughs> Barnes and Noble. Oh, Hashtag in going the best viral. way. <laughs> <laughs> not for, not appropriate to bring a hashtag into into Barnes and oh, Noble. I'm not into wow. it. <laughs> they should say pound sign. That's what they're like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 literary over there. They should be <laughs> right, right. This is just like one of the most. I feel like we're constantly seeing the way that like what's happening right now is like being commercialized. Yes. <laughs> It's very weird. Yeah, one of the other books is Super Bugs. Um, one of them is a book I actually read. It's like a YA book called Wilder Girls, which is about like a mysterious disease that infects this like kind of isolated boarding school. There's a lot of use of the word quarantine in that book. Ugh, no thanks. <laughs> I've heard enough. <laughs> there's so many books that you're just like, well, why would I? I don't want to read or watch there, there's a board game I won't play right now, and it's called Pandemic. Pandemic, yes. Yeah, no, I thank don't you. <laughs> it's a, it was one of my favorite games for like three years, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you, you were... know it is a pretty good game over Zoom, though. This is sad, but uh, it's all whatever you say. The words. This is a fun thing over Zoom. <laughs> anyway, it's really uh, fun. It's, it's at Barnes and Noble, and you mm. can buy it. It's an apples to apples version, and it's called Bring Your Own Book. Oh. Okay. And uh, so there's a card in the middle, and then you read something from uh, from inside a book. Oh, the only problem is, is you'd have to have the same books, because after you get, after you oh. win three middle cards, everybody's supposed to rotate their book. Oh. The last time I played it, I played it at a barbecue, and all they had was gardening and self-help books, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. two incredible genres, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know what and else why, they need, really. Why would, why would those be the, but that was the house that I was at. <laughs> so... Yeah, Um, it was, um, I was shocked. And then the other thing at the Grove that was hilarious and and also shocking, I guess their thing is having a live band on Saturdays. (laughs) Obviously, the live band cannot wear masks. No. So it's like just, yeah, and it's like encouraging people to gather. It's really, really irresponsible. But the songs, so I was was in that area around the Nordstrom, like Gap, etc. I was just popping in and out and sort of like hearing bits and pieces 
And Paige, I want you to guess the song. Yeah, let's let's see if Jackie can guess as yeah. well. So we talked about Emily was going to tell me what songs they were playing at the Grove. And you said it's a three-piece it's band. It's a three-piece band with one male lead singer. So, okay. and then Cats in others. the Cradle. Cats in the Cradle. Um, that Very is a Chapin. good guess. But <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, my mind immediately goes to, it's the Grove. I feel like it's going to be California-based songs. Something by oh, the Red Sublime. Hot Chili Peppers, Sublime, mm. for example. <laughs> Maybe Randy Newman's I Love L.A. You are going down the wrong path here. Okay, I'm getting colder. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, hmm. Is it Yacht Rock? Is Can we pick a genre? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Can right. you give us a clue? Um. Okay. Think like early to mid-2000s. For two out of three. I absolutely never do. (laughs) Um, But it's not like cool music. So the not the killers. Not Um, not um, yeah. Hot hot heat. I mean it's cool to it's it's not uncool, but it's not like that kind of cool. (laughs) The Montreals. (laughs) (laughs) I might be getting close to giving up because I was gonna I had written down Weezer's Beverly Hills, maybe, and you said that was not in the room. So all right, Emily, tell us. Okay, so the first song I hear them playing, they're playing Wagon Wheel. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> and then later, and this isn't when I was like, oh my God, love this. Remember KT Tunstall? Mm-hmm. Nope. Black Horse, <laughs> Black Horse and a Cherry Tree. Okay, I thought I remembered KT Tunstall, but I don't, that sounds not familiar to me. You would definitely recognize this song. It's one of those so- ones. Yeah. Yeah. So is the band made up of like uh, three 35-year-old haircuts? Let's see. <laughs> there was a woman in there. All right. Did she... they, but they're like 30, like literally like 35, year, like 35, 30, 30 to 35-year-olds. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Every every decade I'll see a new band and I'm like, oh, look what happened. You hit, you, you hit 30. You hit 35. And you're, now, you're, you're kinda, now you're playing yeah. the Grove. Yeah, and now you're somebody's dad. Now you're somebody's mom. Now you're somebody's aunt. <laughs> the last one I would have, like, you would have never guessed Black Horse and a Cherry Tree. But the no, last no, no. one you could have guessed it was Free Fallen. Okay. Oh, damn it. I did write down something classic rock. And I, then I didn't, I didn't guess any of my options. You know, I okay. wish I could have stuck around to hear them play more maskless songs, but I didn't. So yeah, those no. were the only three I got. Okay. I also got did a $7 you... romper. Okay. Well, <laughs> Congratulations. which I am wearing should've, now. Should have led with that. It's very cute. It's kind of dorky, cute. but I liked it for some reason. So it was like, Seven dollars is exactly the right amount. Mm, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. There's. A, <laughs> oh there's yeah. 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 Because because eventually you'll hate it with the power yeah, of the sun. Yeah. Exactly. And then you're like, who cares? Seven dollars. <laughs> exactly. So, Very small. You investment. know. But I'll enjoy it for now with yes. its pastel plaid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very spring, just in time for fall. Um, <laughs> that'll be great. Uh, so that's that's the report from the Grove this week. But as as we've said, we're joined by Jackie Cation. And Jackie, what is the mall you would go to here in L.A.? 
Were I allowed to go to a mall at this yes, time? Yes, in an when imaginary I, world. <laughs> in an imaginary world where I wanted to sacrifice a baby corgi in the food court. <laughs> or whatever the, whatever the fuck you would do if I went to a mall. Uh, it would be the fashion mall in Sherman Oaks. Uh, over in between. It's in between Woodman and Hazeltine. And it's on Riverside. And it's just south of Riverside. It's real sweet, you guys. It's a real sweet <laughs> Westfield Mall. And uh, it's got a Macy's at, at, and a Bloomingdale's as Ooh. as anchors it has absolutely no bookstores which makes it a dumb mall and the only reason to go there would be for makeup did i oh did you guys have you did you know this here's the thing the last um when we went into quarantine i needed i didn't have any lipstick i had either left my lipstick at the last hotel or i i just i was out of lipstick so i have never purchased lipstick before you guys oh so uh well, no, I've always been given it. Oh. It's always been like you buy the rest of the nonsense and then they give oh. you a free lipstick. Oh, little kits, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like as an Estee Lauder gift. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> sure. And what so an incredible I, gift. <laughs> it's a huge gift. It's a gift of having never. I actually tried to buy lipstick once. I stood outside the uh, a Mac store in, um, in, in the Americana mm. in Glendale. And it was such a rave beat coming out of the Mac store or whatever it was that I was terrified to go in. And, and so I have to say, so I ordered lipstick over the internet just from Amazon. And I thought I'd gotten such a good deal. It was 10 sticks of lipstick for $10. Mm. Guess what mm. that is? Yeah, not... Too cheap. Too yeah. cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not enough. Yeah, you're not uh, going to yeah. want a $1 lipstick. <laughs> no, it was literally the lipstick you would get for your four-year-old niece to play lipstick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because e- each one had like three swipes on it, and th- and they all taste like cancer. The cheapest, it was so gross. The cheapest you're going to want to go is just normal drugstore. Yeah. Four bucks. One lipstick, right? Yeah. Maybe six? Maybe six I, I'd, bucks? I'd even say eight. Eight to ten. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> lipstick should be heavy and it should taste like nothing. Yeah. That is that is my that's my opinion. Yeah, it shouldn't taste anyway. like lead. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Wait, so did you go to the, the mall and pick some up? No, I was doing that joke about uh uh and there's like one or no, there I don't think those are all the punchlines. Good for me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh but there might be more punchlines, but I was doing it on one of the, my Zoom shows. Yeah. And two days later, one of my fans sent me decent lipstick. Oh wow. Awesome. Yeah. Do you know oh, what yeah. brand it was? Uh no. No, but it was it was literally one of those it was a pack of like a lot of it was sort of like lip gloss, but it was super thick, doesn't taste like anything. It looked like an amazing like she might have spent forty bucks. Wow. Fifty bucks. Um, I mean, it was beautiful. Ask it was and kind you of shall receive, it turns knock out. And the, right. And <laughs> so I've I've been uh, I've been lipstick rich now for about th- uh, sh- I, I started doing that bit like three three or four months ago on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And um and she said to me right away. So I've had like three months of oh, boy. You know, and I've only and I've only used two of them yeah, so far. Just in time for lipstick being obsolete. <laughs> no, on Zoom you gotta light up oh, your jungle yeah, even more. Okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's all face. Zoom yeah, washes you out. It's true. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember when I did a Dork Forest, Jack. You, were, I remember you telling me that you get massages at the mall. I do. 
Tell us I about haven't that. had a massage in six months. Sorry to bring it and, up. But. <laughs> uh, though I have to tell you, I did say, I said to Andy, uh, my fella, I said to him, I want there to be a place where I could give them thousands of dollars and then they would, I would get all of the spa treatments. And he said, that's happening right now. That's happening. <laughs> there are fabulously wealthy people right now who are at some sort of spa yeah. and they're being yeah. massaged and they're getting nails and they're, they're probably having a Pilates class. It's happening right now. They've 100% like, all had their filler people coming to the house since this started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. They just, they've created a cocoon with the poor who serve them. Yes. And, uh, and it's just, uh, and so I, yeah, I go to the, I go to the mall I, I do, there's a couple of, I love, I love hippie body work, man. I'm all over it. Yeah. And when I cannot afford sort of the real deal, right? <laughs> so <laughs> like, like, a, a, uh, even though the Korean spa is super, super cheap, mm-hmm. but it goes, it sort of goes mall massage, Korean spa, uh, heller work or rolfing, and then, um, Go away for a weekend and turn into a different person. <laughs> so, but the, uh, uh, which I've never done, and I so want to do it. Oh, it seems awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it seem... I was like, what's Oprah doing right fucking now? <laughs> anyway, but the mall massage, you go to the mall. It's $24 for 20 minutes. Uh, you can get a chair. You can get a, a duo for $45. You can get two 30 minutes. Tw- uh, oh. t- uh, like 30 minutes on the chair, 30 minutes on the table. Clothes on. Uh, nobody reaching under your clothes and diddling you. No, f- no happy endings. And uh, which one time happened to me at a at a beach massage. Oh uh, my god! On Venice, yeah, wow. I was sexually assaulted. Oh. I turned it into a bit, you guys. Well, there anyway, you go. Because <laughs> I didn't realize it was sexual assault. I just thought it was horrifyingly funny. Mm-hmm. As classic. As right, that's yeah. what Tank Girl would have done. Anyway, so. <laughs> You guys ever read Tank Girl? Okay, I anyway. haven't. <laughs> and it's uh, it's all right. Okay, so um, yeah, so the mall massage is great because uh, you can get a card, punch card, right? Mm. And you get ten, and then you get twenty bucks off your next one. Wow, your, your... love a punch card. Oh my goodness. So, did you in the beginning feel at all self conscious about? getting the massage in the middle of the walkway and then that just kind of faded or were you from the beginning yeah. just like this is fine no i was self-conscious and then uh and then i was like screw it and then uh and then eventually i uh and then eventually i was like um they uh, at at the what's called mall at the fashion mall mm. they upgraded and got a space you know how all things oh, at the mall start in okay. a kiosk yeah it's true that the mall, the, the hands-on uh, massage places also start in the middle of the freaking mall, and then they get their own door. Wow. And But they don't get a door that closes, so you have to hear the train come by every 20 minutes. <laughs> Choo-choo! You have to hear the... And it's a, it's warring music. Yeah. Mall music. It's, and, it's uh, like... Yeah, like some really unrelaxing sounds all around you. Right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just a bad... You, you literally... All you can do is just lie there and go, I release all anger. I release all fear. I release all anxiety. I release all grief. I feel like I say, th- I say those things when I, when I enter the Glendale Galleria. I say those things. <laughs> So I go, this is my safe space. I feel calmed by do, the fluorescence. Do you wear, do you like 
keep in mind a certain outfit when you go like that's like thin fabrics or like oh right you right, know? right well you know in the summer i'm wearing shorts and then they got to put like a little blankie over because <laughs> they can't touch your skin really oh, yeah they can, okay. o- they can only touch your neck which yeah. is weird but um but they're they i think they must have had creeps who were reaching under people's clothes so they're like mm, we're not even getting there yeah and and, and and it rotates and i don't know how well trained like, I think that they're just, like, they're literally, they're like, uh, Jim's brother, Ed, he needs a job. He's pretty strong. He could probably massage a dude for a half an hour. Can he have a job? Yes, yeah. he can. I mean, I thought and, every time I've ever gotten a massage, which is maybe, nope, it's once. And I, I just realized <laughs> that. But it was a similar situation. They put, like, towels over you. And then yeah. you go, this hurts, but I think it's supposed to. And, um... <laughs> I'll just accept that this is probably good. <laughs> right. It's not super, per- like if you've ever gotten a really fancy massage from like a rolfer or a heller work person where they're literally, it's deep tissue, but it's not, it never bruises. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of this incredibly slow, I'm going to make your make you taller kind of deep tissue, <laughs> right? Like it goes yeah. on your muscles really slow. <laughs> and then you wake up and you're like, and, and or you stand up and you're like your whole, it's almost like they've taken all your skin and bones and muscles off your skeleton and shaken you. <laughs> uh, and then sort of so your, so your muscles can reset. Yeah. Or your bones can reset. Yeah. Oh, damn. I want a bone reset. Damn. I didn't realize I, I need that. Yeah. My bones oh, yeah. are set all wrong. <laughs> they super oh, are. <laughs> it's, it's a posture issue. <laughs> Um, would you also uh, ever shop there? I would. I always went to Macy's. Mm-hmm. I always went to Macy's because it has all of the things. Yes. Right? Like it has an Eileen Fisher, which I am. I was told 30 years ago that if you, you Jackie, you don't know how to buy clothes. So what you have to do is you have to go to a store that has basics. Yeah. Because otherwise, I just want to go to the van store and dress like a 13-year-old boy. Me as well. It isn't. Yeah. So, and uh, it's never, it's never really worked. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, like, for, for corporates and stuff, I, I am very much, uh, you know, uh, the poor kid who has one decent outfit for corporates, and then the rest of it, like, right... I'm wearing just found clothes like this. <laughs> this is a French uh, resistance uh, from World War II t-shirt that I got in Paris at a, at a, at a like a, a, a next to the Arc de Triomphe like yeah. gift shop. Yeah. And they also had condoms that that had the Eiffel Tower on them that said "Protect your tower" or some fucking mm. joke. Anyway, so, yeah, it's right there. I mean, someone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'll buy I'll buy clothes at the mall. I, sometimes I'll go to a Banana Republic, mm-hmm. which feels like a little bit of a splurge. Yeah. Because they're the fancy old you know Old Navy, the mm-hmm. fancy Gap, and um, always having good sales though because they're doing always. very badly. <laughs> but they're owned by the same. I guess the only one of that whole tr- triumvirate mm-hmm. that's doing well is Old Navy. Yeah, yeah the, it. the shareholders forced them to split. Yeah, so that now, um, yeah, Old Navy is on its own because it's its own thing because they make money. Yeah, yeah, 
And we're happy for them. You know, good for them. They didn't need to be mm-hmm. bound by this relationship with Gap and Banana Republic. You know, all of their commercials with the dancing paid off. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. I feel like I have a very similar relationship with clothing. I was thinking recently, I'm worried that I was like, there's not going to be any like comedy festivals or events or anything. So where am I going to get my t-shirts? I don't know what to do. I'm going to run out of clothes. <laughs> oh my God. You I'm can't like, run out of t-shirts. No, they need to mail got, us shirts. I, <laughs> I, I got a stack of backup comedy festival t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so. I've also started cutting all the sleeves off of old t-shirts shirts and i'm like at some point i'm just gonna have all tank tops you're gonna need to reattach the sleeves i'm when gonna it have gets to cold. save them and and reattach <laughs> i'm gonna have regret you taken it up any sewing no i um i definitely keep thinking about how how cool it would be if i did but i certainly haven't <laughs> i have not gone into it um you had a fun fact about about the fashion mall that you said that steve carell used to right there oh yeah yeah he would go to the coffee bean and tea leaf uh uh up at the top yeah of it and uh sit there and write i love that that's so sweet i mean i I saw him there a couple of times this is probably five or six you know it was before 40 year old virgin yeah it was he was still on the daily show oh yeah so uh so he was he was known, but he wasn't like a movie star. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, what I thought, I I mean, it's, it's come up before. I feel like whenever I see a mall in TV or movies now with the podcast, I got to look it up. I got to know what mall it was. And in the office, I believe they use the Westfield Fashion Square as Steamtown Mall. And I thought, wow, what a beautiful arc. He used to go right oh. there. <laughs> and then he found himself there filming at the Victoria's Secret. You know, that's Cute. beautiful. <laughs> I love that. that. I think that's a, sure. that's a tale of Hollywood success, in my opinion. <laughs> um, awesome. But you said, so your mall growing up, you said Southridge Mall. Southridge Mall in, in Greendale, Wisconsin. Uh, I grew up in a little factory town, probably 20, 25 miles south of that. So I would take two three two buses oh so that was the closest mall yeah yeah wow because i lived in a sort of a little factory town so we had there we had a coles which was sort of an it was the anchor of a strip mall yeah and then uh you could go to the next town up cudahy and they had a kmart which was the anchor well i will say i looked up southridge mall and fun fact it was partially developed it was developed by some other some other entity entity with Herb Cole of Coles. <gasps> sure. So wow. uh Cole's Cole has his hands all over this area. Right, right. <laughs> he's, he's just and, touching everything. He's touching well, all of it. I hope he's washing his hands because he's also big in the plumbing industry. <laughs> <laughs> he, he makes Wait, sinks and toilets. Is Kohler yeah, this is Kohler from the No. No. No, not Kohler. Kohler. Uh, okay. It, it's Wait, is it just uh, called coal? I think there's a C, there's a coal, C H. Uh, I thought that was the name of the. I believe. The I, I guess I don't. Place. I don't know. I mean, I, we did a Coles episode, and I remember looking up Herb Cole, and I believe oh, okay. he's a he's formerly a U.S. senator. Um, sure. So I don't know if then he's also into plumbing. I don't he's know. Super, super <laughs> conservative, if I remember correctly. I, it says he's, some... he's a he was a U.S. senator from Wisconsin and a member of the Democratic Party. Oh, really? That's what Wikipedia is telling what? me. 
And you know what? I'm going to need a second source. But, uh, but guess what? That second source should not be me. Because I think I'm wrong. I think you're right. And I think I'm mixing him up with some other guy who uh, who makes toilets in Wisconsin, who is a bit of a... Well, they're uh, a dime a dozen there. Rex. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You don't know. Where did you guys grow up? Um, we're both from, from here in SoCal. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm from, I'm, I'm from beautiful Inland Empire. And, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Santa Monica. Very nice. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. So, so lots of malls for sure. sure. Uh-huh. Not quite oh as big in the toilet industry, unless you consider <laughs> the ocean a toilet, ocean. which it is. Yes. In which case it's the biggest toilet industry. It it's true. Been. And also, I don't know about, about you, Emily, but every time I went to Knott's Berry Farm on a, on a field trip, they told us about Thomas Crapper and his story of inventing the toilet. So I, I, I don't know if he's... <laughs> I don't think I've heard of Thomas Crapper. Okay, it might have been a story that they made up for the kids, but <laughs> I've I've taken it to heart for my whole life. I mean, um, I, <laughs> I I think it has to have been. I mean, I well, think it's like, so. It's like Otto T- it's like Otto Titzling was supposedly the uh, inventor of the bra. Mm, and, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, none I don't, of these yeah. can be true, but it's nice be... to have folk tales. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regional. This is actually what Taylor Swift's folklore is all about. Um, her new album is covering this. I've been thinking about what? Knott's Berry Farm a lot. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. They're open right now for the Boysenberry Festival. They're open. Are they really? Well, okay, so none of the rides are open. But they're oh, having like okay. a very limited capacity food, mm. v- like food only boysenberry festival. Interesting. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't approve. I'm yeah. not sure I'll either. Check in with them next year sometime. I know. <laughs> We're good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, what are they going to do? The, well, the last time I was at Knott's Berry Farm was for their Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is not which scary. Is, they have like not scary farm and it's 40 haunted houses and they're each one is more terrifying than the last and they they just it's just an excuse to fuck up anybody's love of dolls (laughs) (laughs) and you're just like why don't you leave people alone about clowns and dolls and toy trains and like it's all let me take whatever you stuffed animals whatever you loved as a child yeah and turn it into like your your worst nightmare extremely (laughs) true um would you would you go to this mall often or it was like it was like a big thing because you had to take a couple buses yeah right uh for about three years in junior high and high school i took the every saturday i'd go mm-hmm. um and because i'd go to the um i would just i'd go to the movies yeah mm-hmm. i'd go to the movies so was and, this the closest um, movie theater too no but it was a, a multiplex mm. and you could see several movies uh, in a day Ooh. without without the benefit of extra tickets oh yes sure. uh, <laughs> if you were uh, a, a child yes and uh, so <laughs> there was one that was a little bit closer it was actually harder to get to the other one it would have been yeah it would have also been two buses and then i would have had to walk a half a mile mm. <laughs> which i did when um when Superman was playing, and Superman for some reason was not playing. Hi, nineteen seventy-seven. Anyone? Anyone there? Anyone? Anyone? So uh, the, uh, but it was uh, yeah. But I liked, um, you know, I would. I was mostly that, and then there was either a Claire's or some knockoff Claire's, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was like it was before Claire's was quite as big as it was. Yeah, and. Um, 
And I think, uh, yeah, and I believe the anchor stores when I was a kid at Southridge Mall were Sears and JCPenney. Okay. Okay. Classics. So, um, yes. Definitely. Yeah, they were old school. <laughs> old school anchor stores. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pennies is not doing so hot. They're they're no. disappearing. Um, oh well, uh, Maria Bamford, who just called me from Duluth, said that she was at the mall in Duluth. And their anchor store is JC Penny. Okay, oh. that's good to hear. Um, yeah, so they're hope, still around. I hope they're doing okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live report from Maria Bamford at the JC Penny <laughs> in Duluth. <laughs> Hearsay. <laughs> um, so, did you ever have like any specific like? Did you go with friends or would you go with family? Like, what was the what was the setup when you went to the mall? Oh. Here's the thing about malls. It's interesting that you wanted me on this show because uh, I don't know if you... I was a very solo child. I never went anywhere with mm-hmm. anyone, quite yeah. honestly. And uh, so I would just literally take the... I, I mean, it's a real clock eater using the public transit system. It's uh, <laughs> that, that, That'll that eat up most of a Saturday. Yeah. And uh, so I would go... Uh, Essentially, I, I would go by myself. I would go by myself to several different stores. Sometimes I would walk to, to like, I would I would walk to, I, we lived probably in between Kohl's and Kmart when I was a kid. So I would walk to the Kohl's um, strip mall at, or yeah, like anchor sort of strip mall-y thing in South Milwaukee. And then I would walk the four miles to Kmart. Oh, wow. And in Cudahy, the next town up. Yeah. And, um... All I did, Coles. I uh, I think I would just I would just look at toys, and uh, Kmart. I would steal books, <laughs> and uh, so it was mostly you would a steal books from small bookstore Kmart. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> It was it was it was a bad year when uh, I had uh, too many fines at the public library, so I cu- I couldn't pay the public fi- the fines, and so they wouldn't let at, if you hit ten dollars in fines, they would not let you take any more books out, right? Yep. I- and um, <laughs> so I just started stealing books from Kmart, which, by the way, really changes what you read. <laughs> what kind of books? Are- I didn't know that Kmart had books. Uh, that's because they barely have books. <laughs> what, we're t- what we're talking about is we're talking about there was a lot of weird, like, uh, action-adventure mercenary books mm-hmm. set in Africa. And it was just essentially some soldier of fortune book set yeah. in Africa. There was a lot of Harlequin romances, read all of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of Louis L'Amour westerns. Yeah. And then uh, the fancy ones that I would sometimes get, but they were sometimes too big to 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 um shoplift were the spencer for hire mysteries oh okay i mean these are these sound like all the books i i used to work at a public library and these sound sure. very much like all the books that um occupy the large print section of the library yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're very popular with with the older the older patrons of the library they love uh, when i was 14 13 14 i was actually 77 years yeah, old so perfect. And I did. <laughs> but i had good eyeballs so i could read uh, shitty paperbacks and they had to be super small because what I would do and this this is not an encouragement to anyone yeah but, uh, kids it, don't steal Harlequin romances <laughs> first of all no, there's no sex there's absolutely no reason to I do it they make out I thought those had sex what are the ones that no. have a lot of sex 
Well, they started having sex in like the 80s and oh, 90s, okay. but, but when I was stealing them, they were still, it was, the history of romance novels is actually kind of fascinating because they, Harlequin uh, was created in like the 50s, uh, late 50s, early 60s, I think. And um, they started selling these books in grocery stores mm-hmm. because they were written by women for women and women didn't have incomes. Right, they only had their husbands and fathers and brothers giving them money, so they sold them in grocery stores so that women could sneak in buying books mm, yeah. into their into their grocery budget. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, their husbands weren't like fine tooth comb. You spent a dollar ninety nine on a <laughs> shitty novel in nineteen seventy, uh-huh. and uh, yeah. So, um, so and but they were also kind of regulated pretty hardcore because women are so sensitive and don't really like sex mm-hmm. uh, until, of course, they do. And, then, uh, <laughs> and that was probably, I think, in like eighty one or eighty two, they started Harlequin started making these things. <laughs> not even kidding called second chance at love <laughs> and what they were is because all these all, harlequin romances they all had to be virgins everybody yeah. had to be a fucking never have done it <laughs> meet some dude that has been doing it since he was 15 <laughs> and um and then ouch and then it's over i don't know if you guys remember losing your virginity but it was anticlimactic <laughs> uh, in more ways than one yeah yes. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> but second chance at love were about women who had been married but were widowed, Ooh. So, <laughs> so they could get laid. Ooh, that was sad. The whole thing. <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing turns a guy on more than knowing <laughs> that she lost her first husband. I feel like because uh, when I I have not read any romance novels, but I feel like whenever I picture what they are, I think of them as just a lot of like the phrase. Wet mound. <laughs> <laughs> right. They have and, been the like. <laughs> and the like. And the like. Quivering member, of course, yeah. a classic. Yeah. Uh-huh. She gasped as he entered her. Uh, <laughs> welcome home. And their sleeping bag became like a rocket ship. Uh, yes, yes. And they met in synchronous apocalypse <laughs> on a plane where essence speaks directly to essence. It all is understood. Also, that is actually two paragraphs from a romance novel I read in 1985 <laughs> that I memorized and put in my act. Synchronous <laughs> apocalypse? Who is this? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, are you saying a simultaneous orgasm? Because so, yes. that's okay. Yes, I gotcha. Am. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Somebody owns a thesaurus. Was the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it really. It, I don't know if if you guys are familiar with the character in Ten Things I Hate About You. The the counselor. She's always working on her. Okay, then I won't get into it. <laughs> that's a, no, that's okay. But, Did you ever see Romancing the Stone? Oh, no. I don't think um, so. Okay, it's uh, Michael Douglas, not Ellen Barkin. It is an it's, old, um, No, is it? what's her name? Um, Catherine. Yes, yes. Catherine <laughs> you're there, something. You're there. Anyway, <laughs> but Danny DeVito, I don't know why I'm remembering all the dudes, but she was a romance novel uh-huh. and she goes to Columbia and it's uh, it's actually really great. It's yeah. actually really oh, cool. Oh, snap. Yeah. Well, hey, now I know what I'm going to watch tonight to, it, to it forget about the world. <laughs> yeah, it holds up pretty good too, Romancing the Stone. Sounds good to so, me. Yeah. Um, do you Were have any other like, yeah, oh, were sorry, there any ahead. stores at like the far away mall that were like special that like you liked going there? Because it was like, oh, they have this store, which is really fun for me. None of this reflects well on me. <laughs> uh, 
Spencer gifts. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, we all love Spencers. I mean, there's nothing like being 14 and going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very Beavis and Butthead. Uh-huh. There's nothing to be done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tiny condom, huge condom, shot glass, everything. <laughs> right, right. Some sort of fart machine. Yes. Just a thing that you should you could press a button and it would say like nine different things, and mm-hmm. many of them were. Yes, a keychain. So yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, a black light poster. Everything you could ever dream of. As <laughs> oh you- my god, the posters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you know, I remember. You remember when you got into posters, mm-hmm. and you were just like, I'll get at every inch of the walls. Yeah. Be posters, <laughs> and uh, my mom was like. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> anyway, so uh, and then I went to college and I had a dorm room and I every inch of the walls were posters and it was a delight. Yeah, but it was always. Yeah, it was super cool. I had uh, posters of all the great cities uh, that, that they had posters of. Oh, not all the great cities, just all the great just cities the that they have. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I framed all my posters. It was really fucked up. Ooh, yeah, that I'm, is expensive. I'm always I, shocked about like, by this. <laughs> these like cheap frames from like Amazon. They were like poster frames, yeah. but I okay. Let's see some of the ones that deserved frames. Okay, <laughs> I had, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia poster. I mean, that's fun. <laughs> Bridesmaids poster framed. Wow. Wow. Indiana Jones poster framed. Okay, this is interesting that you went movie, not band. I feel like one I had one Florence and the Machine poster framed. Okay, okay. Two old Elvis movies framed. Okay. (laughs) Just 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 to sort of mix it up a little bit. I I love those two Elvis movies. Which two Elvis movies? There's one called Frankie and Johnny that it's honestly really hard to find, like <laughs> to watch yeah, it's a, now. It's a, it's a yeah, it's a weird one. It uh, yeah, it takes place on a steamboat, yeah. and the moral <laughs> of the story is that his girlfriend shouldn't have been mad at him for gambling all of their money away. Um, <laughs> I love a good B plot. And then uh, love a good B plot. Blue Hawaii. Did you, Blue, did you ever see Blue Crush? Also set in Hawaii. Mm, I have no. not. Blue Crush is a surfing movie, mm. and 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 the message of that is uh, true happiness is found through corporate sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that is something I truly believe. I wish we, we, should, we could get more of that on the pod. Um, <laughs> um, do you have any notable posters, Jackie? That, that All of my posters were, I had Hong Kong, I had Paris, uh, I had New York. Um, <laughs> the classics. And, oh my God, the classics. Those are the only cities I had. And then I needed to fill... <laughs> I needed to fill a hole, you guys. Mm-hmm. And so I got a poster of a band that I owned one album. <laughs> and it was them standing in front of their jet. <laughs> and that and that band? Bon Jovi. <laughs> I mean, I, I I this resonates with me. I remember all of my vert uh all of my landscape style posters. Sure were purely because they needed to fit over my closet and my door. <laughs> Did I love the band Garbage? No, but I liked them enough <laughs> to have them over my door. And so, sure. <laughs> there they were. My um, roommate, my first roommate in college had a Garfield poster that oh, she freaking loved. What was Garfield was so doing? Painful. He was standing there with Odie. I can't remember. It was so much, though. Yeah. It was so much. That's I a was lot. Like, I mean... <laughs> 
I do find it's just irony poisoning, I guess. But I think Garfield <laughs> stuff is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> like when anything just is irony Garfield poisoning. <laughs> irony poisoning is an awesome term. Yeah, I've not heard and, that. Uh, That's very good. <laughs> That's well played. Um, any other general mall stories before we talk about William Sonoma? Oh, except for how much do you love William Sonoma? I mean, I'm happy <laughs> to dive right in if if there's nothing else, but. Well, I let's see. When you walk the mall, you mm. stare at boys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and you go, wow, they're really loud. <laughs> and uh, and literally that's all I would do is go, he's handsome. Oh, he's man. They really love to scream at each other from across. <laughs> they're, they're so fucking loud, though. They're so loud. Why are they so loud? He's handsome. He was handsome till he was loud. And, uh, <laughs> he was good looking. I was getting the tingles off that dude till he wouldn't stop. And then, and my least favorite is when, for some reason, when like, and this has been happening, I think, since cave days, when, uh, uh, when like three or more dudes get together, one of them has to stick their tongue out. <laughs> And you're like, don't stop it. Just, just I smile. Think. Don't smile. Look stern. Mm-hmm. Look happy. Look, don't just. Uh, and you're like, yeah. Or spit on the ground regret. to appear cool. It's, just, it's it literally. I I look at a picture and I go, that's the date raper. Great. Okay. <laughs> and then I just gotta keep. So, uh, you're, it's a bad first impression, fellas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who wants to grow up and be Jackie Cation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit and miss. Hit and miss. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. So I don't know. I would just uh i liked it and i liked an orange julius occasionally mm-hmm. i treat myself right <laughs> get myself an orange julius and get back on the bus and head home get that vitamin c you're taking care of <laughs> sure yeah. there's a raw there was at the time they were putting a raw egg in it that's yeah. what we've heard we've and, and been uh, trying to figure out if they all had raw eggs in it or if it was something you had to ask for at the time, it was part of it. Okay. It was, That's I, I really, think it, really wild that a, a classic mall drink just had raw egg in it. Yeah. Right. It was like rocky. I don't know why they had... A, I mean, it was so weird. Yeah. Like salmonella, Do you think a man. lot of people got salmonella from Orange Julius's? I don't. I think one person did, and they were like, oh, okay, we're going to have to make it okay. optional. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get rid of it. You can still ask, but right. at that point, it's on you because you asked yes, for it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, God, I need a haircut. <laughs> yeah, so, so anyway, Williams-Sonoma. Williams. I will talk about Williams-Sonoma. Mm-hmm. It is the place to go if you want a, a $14 uh, potato peeler, a $24 <laughs> potato peeler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have bought things, you know, like sometimes you feel flush and you're like, I'm getting the thing I want. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you end up buying a butt pan shaped like a castle. And then you don't realize, <laughs> then you don't realize that you're never going to get that, that cake out of there with all the, with all the tears. <laughs> yeah. The cake's going to break apart. You're not a good baker. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you're so, going to have that moment that they have on all baking shows where they're like running out of time. They're like, I don't have time to make another cake. And then the, the yeah. castle falls apart. And yeah, and it's they just devastating. Stack it and they just try to paint over it. Yes. And yeah. So, yeah. But there's two different parts of William Sonoma. There's the people who go for the baking side. There's the people who go for the cooking side. Mm-hmm. Then there's people who go... Actually, there's another side, uh, which is the uh, the entertainment side, right? Yeah, they have like home Where goods as well. Yeah. Napkins and candles and, and uh, you know, napkin holders and placemats and all that kind of bullshit and uh and i like i love all of it i love all of it i want i want all of it i want it i want it i want not i so the first 
decent pan I bought. I bought at Holt, uh, William Sonoma, and it was an all-clad fry pan. Mm. And it was the it was the good medium-sized one, the 12-inch. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never going to need another pan in my <laughs> life. You know, like, you ever meet somebody who gets a cast-iron pan? It's yeah. like, this is the only pan you'll ever need. Yeah. You're like, and you'll also need a stainless steel one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will also need a cast iron pan. Yes. And, uh, and, then, and then you will need, like, and then, so I, like, once a year or once every couple of years, I'd go and I'd buy another all clad. Like, I was like, I'm going to get the whole set. Uh, and then my sister one year gave me a tiny fry pan that I've almost never used. Uh, so, but I, uh, you, you know, like when you have too many pans, mm-hmm. but they all match and you have some sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm not, and every single one of them was like $125. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, I totally just want all of them to make a match. And so, yeah, how many I do mean, you think you have? Well, I stopped after a second. And it's okay. so funny because, um, because then my mother-in-law was like, oh, you like that size pan. And so she bought me this other one. I was like, that's not the pan I like. And, uh, <laughs> it's which, a very personal thing. And sometimes it's a personal thing. She, um, uh, then my sister was like, cause we were, cause we were told, you know, when you're into name brands, when you're, mm-hmm. when you're young and poor, you're just like, I want only name brands. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a watch. I'm going to get sneakers. I'm going to get things that say shit on the labels. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. uh, and so that was my all clad thing. And then my sister one year was like, all clad's not that great anymore. What you want <laughs> is a different brand. And I was like, what? What just happened? I have oh. seven of these pants. And, <laughs> Throw them um, in the trash. It's over. They're, they're trash, Jackie. <laughs> what you want is you want a natural stainless, uh, you want a natural um, nonstick uh, fry pan made out of ceramic. And I was like, pardon me while I jerk off, because you're making me completely furious. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I I mean, I always feel like I just, it's just like a language I don't speak. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to get. I don't know. I'm like, whatever right. size I needed, at, and they have at Target, I now have. And okay. I literally, um, a year ago, learned that you're not like that you're not supposed to use metal appliances on Teflon pans because it can give you oh, cancer. Like scraping. Oh, like I literally didn't know that until a year ago. And then my roommate walked in on me using a fork to like mix something around in there. And he was like, you shouldn't do that. It's super dangerous. It's not. It's interesting that he thinks it's cancer. I was told that you're not supposed to use it because it scrapes the nonstick off. The no, but off. that's I think what it is. Is that when it's you scrape both. that off, it gives you cancer. It gets wow. in the food, and then yeah. all of a sudden, sixty years later, you have cancer. Yeah. Well, uh, that's uh, we're all gonna get cancer. Yeah, It'll yeah. Be- I mean, this is what. Uh, uh, if Chuck Williams, founder of Williams Sonoma, <laughs> heard us right now, he'd be so upset. Which, oh by, by the way, I did. I did learn a lot about Chuck Williams in my research for the podcast. Who's Sonoma, or is he from Sonoma? Sonoma? Is where the first store was. So he uh, he was a guy who was like real into French cooking and cookware, and he bought a hardware store in Sonoma, California, turned I it into it said a cookware. That the first store was in downtown LA. No, it was Sonoma. That's why it's called William Sonoma. Um, and Interesting. Yeah. And then I think it was initially that store. I think it was a catalog for a while. 
um, and then expanded from there. But I mean, there's quite a video on on the Williams Sonoma website of people. So Chuck Williams did die five years ago, but he lived to be a hundred. And people seem to love him. Here's the weird thing: the Williams Sonoma just closed at the Fashion Bowl, mm, like about, about, a, about a year ago. I was in there and I was like, "Where the hell's the Williams Sonoma?" Yeah, because I I would just go and browse. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Because um, there's a, an opportunity at all times to buy an $18 box of uh, chocolate cocoa. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or, or a, a tiny thing of olives for $11. It's also a and great place to just walk around and imagine buying things, you know? It's soothing. It's yes. so, it's literally one of those places that the aesthetic there is just like. I mean, it's like a Nan, <sighs> it's walking through a Nancy Myers movie. oh she was the one who did all the mingling wrinkles rom-coms right it was like old people falling in love right okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and everybody's dressed like in eileen fisher and 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 they're everyone has beautiful kitchens yes oh my i i think the one the one where uh uh uh, the divorced i think it's meryl streep it's complicated it, right, it wasn't that complicated. He, they were they were gross. Uh, that, it wasn't that it wasn't that complicated. But I will say that her redoing that kitchen, she had that beautiful kitchen, and then she was gonna make this amazing kitchen. And you're like, I'm not seeing you cooking a lot. Uh, I do believe I need- in that movie. She is a professional pastry chef. Really? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. She is. One of, is little, one of her little hot scenes with uh, Steve Martin is she, is that uh, he's at her pastry shop after closing. And so mm-hmm. she's like, I need to prep the croissants for tomorrow. Uh-huh. And so then they yeah. prep the croissants together. Pastry that- chef is such a movie profession. <laughs> it's like architect <laughs> or whatever, where they're just like, Give them something, you yeah. know, like what's a right. job we can think of? Like something Interior really like cool and glamorous, yes. but like yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't have to take up every second of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like a very successful creative of some type is, is everyone's there's a, job. There, there's a Rock Hudson Doris Day movie called uh, Pillow Talk. I think it's Pillow Talk. It might be Love or Come Back, but I think it's Pillow Talk where she is an interior decorator. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and it is such a great there's such great scenes with her and her boss yeah. about interior decorating that just those are kind of the best scenes in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds calming to just kind of think about colors <laughs> and placement. Um, yeah, absolutely, I, which is what a mall is. I yeah, think. I also I also learned in my research that apparently I had no idea William Sonoma also owns Pottery Barn and West Elm. Same company. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That I was makes like, sense. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm following you, but I'm shocked. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Which West Elm? I love to walk around. Oh my goodness, it just feels. What is? Nice. I've never seen a West it's Elm. A, it's like a possible? fancy furniture store. Um, oh, okay. It's like okay. fancy, but like for young people. Like it's like attainable fancy, but not like restoration hardware. Yeah, it's oh, a not cut super below. expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a West Elm in Santa Monica, right, Emily? The the yes, like, uh, yeah. Not in the mall proper, on but like Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've spent some time in there when I, you know, had an hour before a show or something like that. Um, nice. It's very nice, but I don't think I've ever made a purchase at a Williams Sonoma. Have you, Emily? I don't think so, but I spent a lot of time in one because there's one on Montana Avenue in Santa mm. Monica, which is 
like where we would hang out after school in middle school mm-hmm. every day. And so we would just go to William Sonoma a lot and look at stuff and touch stuff. And also they always have that center island. And so we would get samples and stuff. Ooh. Right. There's free peppermint bark at Christmas. Yeah. But I've never and bought anything because I don't really cook or bake. But I have actually successfully made one of those cakes that looks like a cabin. <gasps> oh, like one of those cake pans that looks like a little winter castle cabin. Log cabin. Thing. Yeah, I have successfully made one of those because <laughs> I was <laughs> strongly suggested at babysitting. Like, why don't you make that with the kids? And I was like, wow, that seems really hard. And I'm not good at baking. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah, it was like a down to the wire thing. It, worked. it needed a really long time to bake because it's really thick. Unfortunately, right. I did have to leave before it was done, and it was <laughs> taken out of the oven before it was completely cooked. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't have happened if fine. you had been there. I yeah. don't have any feelings about it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it looked good. Nothing fell off. That's oh, incredible. And then we put I mean... like powdered sugar over it, and it looked really cute. Wow, like snow. So I, yeah, did, exactly, I have yeah. successfully made one of those cakes. Incredible. And it, I, I say That's successfully because awesome. it wasn't my fault. It was undercooked. And <laughs> right. it, it wasn't food poisoning level undercooked. And, and you didn't have to get it out of the pan. They did. I did get it out of the pan. Okay. Oh, you did? I did get it out of the pan the next morning. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. This okay. is a very William Sonoma thing. Their website is just absolutely covered in like, you know, you can make a cupcake shaped like a ladybug or, you know, uh, I believe I remember seeing we did. Um, Sometimes we'll do this segment called The Price is No Object, where we guess prices of from expensive places. And yeah. we, we did Ooh, one on the game. Patreon for William Sonoma. And I believe there was a bunt cake pan shaped like a Star of David. <laughs> yes. um, it's extremely on clearance. Uh, last I checked. So Wait, if anybody... If it's still there, I should buy it. Yeah, get it. And make one of those at Hanukkah. Live it up. Live yeah, it up. Yeah, I mean, that would be to funny. look forward to. Yeah. It would be funny. <laughs> I think it would be quite good. But they also, so they have like all these like cookwares and everything, but they also do have like, you could buy like Parmesan, like a block of Parmesan mm-hmm. or something, like a fancy ingredient. Yes. They have a weird corner, which has, you know, boxed cakes, fl- weird flowers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and weird jars and, and other things, you know, like if yeah. you ever, seriously, if, if you have, I don't know, $16 burning a hole in your pocket <laughs> and you thought, I want nine maraschino cherries, <laughs> go, go into a Williams Sonoma. Next time I get like a, like a weird, like $15 residual check, I'm going to go to Williams Sonoma. <laughs> And I'm going to buy something exactly that amount. <laughs> and that will be my say, treat to myself. Second second party check? Can I sign this check over to you? Yeah. Is what you should just totally say. Just hand it right over to the William Sonoma. It Although just, I don't... It's like lifestyle porn. Like it just <laughs> is. Because it's it like. Very much so. It's just yes. like walking through and you're just like, oh my God, if my life was the kind of life where I just, yeah, do buy like. $18 cocoa powder to use in my cake that's yeah. right. shaped like uh, a <laughs> what's the shape gonna be Emily it's I can't shaped, wait it's shaped <laughs> it's improv like <laughs> we need a suggestion no okay. no one's around it's um. shaped like a bedside table with a lamp on it okay I love this I and mean extremely good obviously it's really hard to get the lamp part out because of the skinny you know <laughs> yeah. But yes, yes. <laughs> so it's difficult. 
yeah. no idea what it is. Okay, it's a bedside table, and then it's a separate little pan <laughs> for the lamp. Yeah, okay, sure. and then sure. there's a little like retainer. Good. Yes, and these are all separate pans, and you're using this eighteen dollar cocoa powder to like make this cake and then you're serving it up at your like gorgeous dinner party where you're using like linens and like yeah like napkin stuff (laughs) it sounds incredible i want to be the williams sonoma person that chuck williams wants me to be yeah right Um, right It's, it's very martha stewart kind of it'd be like if martha stewart had a son Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Awesome. Um, the other cool thing I, I'll say about Chuck Williams that I learned is apparently when he died, he donated all of his cookware to the culinary to the Culinary Institute of America. There's a freaking museum of all his oh, shit. Wow. Which oh, wow. is pretty fun. Oh yeah, one that is cool. And then another thing I thought was cool from that thing that you sent me is that like he the food processor that he like saw in France. He's the one who like brought that here and renamed it as cuisine art. Oh, wow. And then there was something else like that, too. Like some like just basic stuff that we just know of. He imported it and then like renamed it as an like for the American version. Freaking thanks, Chuck. Wow. I didn't know how much we owed him. We Um, owe so much. (laughs) Jackie, do you have time if we want to do a quick uh, listener question or? Sure, sure. um, Okay, so we'll wrap up on, uh, that was William Sonoma. And we have a question from, I wrote it down, Tracy Pitticelli. She asks, uh, what's on your wish list to buy next time you go to the mall? Jackie, what do you think? And next time you're at the mall and it's safe and we're we're out out of this, what are you buying? What am I buying? I think I'm gonna get, Oh, I'm. Uh, I will get underwear. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a good yes, one. because because then because uh, what I like about Macy's uh, underclothes is that you can look and you can freaking pick. Yes, I mean that if, is... I, if I'm doing it over the internet, I'm like, well, I hope it works, but who cares? Right. And, uh, yeah, and then I, am ne- I... I need underwear. I can't go commando. <laughs> it turns <laughs> <So>. out, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, I do think that is the, the the thing right now. It's like doing a lot of online shopping and then deciding if if it's worth the the trip to the UPS to drop off a return. Yes, totally. Um, yes, and I don't think you can return underwear. That seems fair. Yeah, that is fair. That really does seem fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, Emily, what what's on your mind that you're like? Um, I, you know, I so I obviously have been to the mall a couple times, but. Um, I would I would really like to buy when it makes sense again. I want to buy a damn party dress. Hell yeah! That's I mean, what I want to yeah. buy. <laughs> I want to dress because right now all I can buy are like work dresses and loungewear, and like mm-hmm. literally nothing in between makes sense. Yeah, I want a fucking party dress to wear to a I bar and close talk to people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the one that I keep thinking of is uh, I really want a pair of this is boring, but I want hiking boots and I don't want them to not fit. Yeah. I would love to try on a shoe. That's something I I deeply miss is trying it on because I'm a seven and a half sometimes. Sometimes I'm an eight. Mm -hmm. Put that on wiki feet. I guess I'm giving information uh, to the creeps, but that's okay. I think (laughs) I think I'm thinking about shoes. Um, Mm -hmm. So thanks, Tracy, for that question. And hey, that's been an episode of Mall Talk. Jackie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, you guys. You guys are great. (laughs) Do you have anything you'd like to to promote to our listeners? I do shows every week via Zoom because um, I 
don't want to die or kill anyone. And so, <laughs> but I need to work on my new album. So if you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or all those things, you will find out. Uh, I usually do them on Sundays. I call them Sunday services, and it's at Jackie Cation. But if you sign up for my email list, which is easier to get off of than to get on it, <laughs> but go to JackieCation.com and sign up for that. You'll get uh, all the information and an, and an anecdote. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll link to all Jackie's stuff in the, in the description and follow us as always. Where are we going to meet next week, Emily? We are going to meet in a little cake castle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you there. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.